Hello, lovely listeners, it's Tina here. No Kate this week, she's on holiday, but we are starting to go into the summer in the UK here, and I know we have listeners from America and India as well, but here in the UK we've got a bit of a summer coming ahead and people tend to get busy. So for the following weeks, we're just going to have some 10-minute tasters with little tempting tips and hints for you and then in September uh, we will be back with our normal podcast schedule and Kate and I will be moving into season two and we have got some guests in that season from September onwards so we really hope you're going to join us and uh, get a lift to work and whatever you're doing walking the dog doing the washing up or actually on your way to work have a fantastic day and uh, we'll see you all again soon take care then bye bye what we're going to be talking about today today we are talking about the four minute rule oh that sounds like either something you do in rugby or when you drop food and you can pick it up quickly <laughs> but i think that's like a three second rule or something isn't it is that right i think it, de- it depends on a what food you've dropped and b where you've dropped it yeah that's um, a very good point you don't want to be unhygienic hygienic about it do you yeah, I mean, I know you've got a dog, so it probably doesn't last that long. Well, to be <laughs> fair, that is an exceedingly good point because <laughs> our dog, our Shih Tzu Boo, would be on it like a car bonnet. So you wouldn't <laughs> have that food on the floor for very long. So, yeah. So the four-minute rule, then, neither of the above, as they say. So what what is the four-minute rule? How can it help our listeners? So the four-minute rule is um, applicable to everybody. Um, in any context, in that, um, let's just take now, for instance, what would the best podcaster look like, act like, sound like, behave like? Oh, I like that. So you you could be going into any sort of situation. So say you have had a bad day at work and you have just pulled up the car and you're about to go into your house. And yeah. essentially, um, glimpse into my life, nobody's really thought about what to have for tea. Oh, my God, that's everybody. Oh, <laughs> you both get home from work and you're like, what's for tea? I don't know. What do yeah. you want? I don't know. <sighs> yeah. So so sometimes that might that might result in not the best version of Tina walking into the kitchen <laughs> thinking, oh, really, really? <laughs> Imagine now I'm rolling my eyes, you know. Um. So if I was not to want to appear like that, I think, actually, you know what? I just want to walk in and greet the husband, the daughter and the dog in the best possible frame of mind because they don't need to know about my bad day. Then I could sit in the car and think, right, what would? What would the best mum slash wife slash pet owner walk into the house and look like, sound like and, uh, and be doing? Yeah, that's a good a good thing and then I, I guess I would do those things yes the idea the concept of self-talk yeah and um and the idea that if you if you've got like voices in your head and we've all got them and these voices are doing what you've just done so doing the you are gorgeous and believe that um then that's a better starting place than thinking oh I'm not looking you know so great or you know I don't like this about mm. myself or I don't like that about myself and I think 
there's a lot of that in the world that's really not very helpful you know yeah. like comparison i call it comparison the thief of joy you know this stuff where yeah i mean don't get me wrong i do look in the mirror and i'm like oh kate your chin ass you got to do something about your chin ass and those eyebrows wow but you know what still gorgeous still rocking it yeah that's good that's really nice and i you know and i i have a version of that which is about i truly believe that if i didn't if i wasn't me <laughs> if i wasn't me i would like to know me and i wouldn't mind being my friend because i'm fundamentally quite a good sort and kind thoughtful i'm not perfect but i'm a di- i'm a woman's woman you know there's lots of things about me that you know i think oh yeah i wouldn't mind being friends with her she's all right um, but we've done all right through it, haven't we? Yeah, and 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 I, and I hold that belief really dearly, and I really believe that. Um, and uh, and that helps me just think, you know, this is my place in the world. You know, being an all right kind of sort that mm. uh, I wouldn't mind being friends with. And and that's and I think the trouble is though, people get really hooked up on thinking that's boastful. Or um, this terribly British thing that we do, and I think we might have talked about it before, about, you know, you you just can't. It's showing off. Yeah. Um, But I I think it's been your own best friend. I know that reward manager or a team leader at your workplace or in charge of a few people. And you're at going to meet in and, you know, everyone's had a tricky week. Maybe they're a bit demotivated. And you somehow think you've got to be a cheerleader for this situation. But also, you might be a bit nervous. You might be thinking, oh, I'm going to go in the meeting. It's going to be, there's going to be complaints and difficult conversations. And I'm not sure I'm going to handle it. Just do that thing, that four-minute rule. Even if you just start in that positive place, as a really good impact for your team, whoever they might be. So my experience is that as in a clinical leader in a director role, which I did in a hospice, was I would often be really intentional about that. And I think, right, I'm going to walk in and say, Hi, everyone. Just lovely to see your faces. Um, mm. Glad we're having this meeting because I think it's come at a really good time for us. I know we've got this agenda, but actually I'm just going to part that for 10 minutes because I just want to talk about how we're all doing. I know we've had a tricky week. I have been so impressed with people's efforts. And I'll just start with like a 30 second pep talk. Yeah. To get people in a positive mind frame. And then I'd say, so how are we doing? Mm-hmm. And I'd make space for that. But that was me being that best version of my leader thinking a good leader would motivate, check in, bring some reality to it. This won't last forever or try and get some action orientation. Right, team, if that's how we feel, what might we be able to do about that? Above the line thinking, what can we do? How can we be empowered? How can we take action? What are we responsible for that we can change? Um, and and even that just scene setting used to make all the difference because on the occasions I hadn't done that, it would slide into a lot of moaning and a lot yeah. of defensiveness. And some of that defensiveness might have come from me with a staff member saying, oh, well, you know, this has happened. And if well, nobody had ch- introducing two new systems in the same week was clearly going to always be ridiculous. And I'd backpedal furiously and try and make a load of excuses well instead of just saying you're right it it i'm not necessarily agreeing with the word ridiculous 
but you're mm. right it's not the best plan we ever had but we are where we are we're getting used to two new systems so what can we do to make that yeah. work for us um, or you know you if you're in line for an interview mm-hmm. for a job of whatever point um take this information and then you can go into that interview so what would the best interviewee look like act like sound like and behave like yeah perfect who would I want to take on who would I want to join my team what would they be saying what would they be doing what would they be demonstrating yeah yeah no I really really like that and I think sometimes you can even say that so sometimes if someone and that's a great example if in an interview somebody said uh have you ever um suspended a colleague which is one of the most difficult things I think I looking back across my career of ever found myself doing and um and at the time I remember being asked had I ever done anything that difficult and I hadn't I hadn't and I said Mm. well no I haven't and I could have panicked at that moment in the interview and thought oh my god you know they're going to want someone who's done that stuff Mm. but I've said but there have been similar things so I think what you're asking me is what would somebody do when dealing with a difficult conversation with a colleague and this is what I would do and in my head what I was thinking was what would the best leader be doing saying thinking if they had to suspend a colleague um I'm just going to end by saying what would the best podcast listener be doing saying and how they're behaving they would be talking about this fabulous podcast and they would be sharing it with people who they think would benefit you out with that last nugget i'm all over it today (laughs) i'm all over it take care lovely people all right stay safe see you later bye-bye bye-bye to a lift to work please subscribe share with your friends and follow us make your comments below so this is a quick disclaimer from us that just says that whilst we are um, registered practitioners if you have listened to anything that has caused a trigger or you feel like you need medical attention or support please go and see your gp or other registered healthcare professional Absolutely, because this podcast is for educational and fun reasons. Thank you, everyone. Lots of fun. Bye. (laughs)